We're gonna break these stigmas Leave the stereotypes I know what you're thinking These Christians just ain't right Just a bunch of hypocrites Always walking in offense So we're gonna break it down We're gonna talk about it We're gonna break it down, down, down What up, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Jazz, and welcome to episode two of Conditional Christianity. If you have yet to listen to episode one, which is named Feelings Draft, go ahead and go check that out so this episode can make a whole lot more sense. Um, Or you can listen to this one and go back and then listen to the first one. Either way, I'm down with it. So let's just jump right in. So basically, this episode... It's just breaking down the song feelings. I don't really call it a song, but it is a song. Um, (laughs) But it it was a draft that I made January 23rd, 2021, sitting in a room of a hotel, sitting and reflecting on the season that I had just came out of. For those of you who do not know, I worked at a teen facility last year who... (laughs) claim to live up to Christian standards and y'all know how I am (laughs) if something is not lining up with the word of God I'm not going to stand and just sit by and let people abuse the name of God and let people abuse the people who are in their care and so I spoke up on that and uh (laughs) I would definitely be sharing more of my story um in terms of what happened with that so That's just to give you a little background as to how this song came about. Like I said, I was sitting in a hotel room, just sitting on the bed, just got done praying and just really reflecting on a lot of things. Um, And I was just like, you know, God, why is all this happening? This was definitely one of my more challenging seasons. Um, I knew I could get through it and that was not the issue. It was just a matter of why do we have these issues within Christianity? And so I started making this little freestyle, which is, that's why it's called a draft. Um, I'm not really big into, if something is a draft, I'm not going to do all this (laughs) super fancy production because sometimes it's in the rawest forms that people can really hear your heart behind something. And a lot of times we focus so much on like, oh, I don't have this to be able to put this out. I don't have this to be able to make a production. I don't have this to make a great podcast when really it's just about starting. And it's in that where people can truly have that heart to heart. So let's get into it. So the first part, how the song starts off is always told to keep my head up. Gotta stay strong, stay focused. Keep your eyes straight, but keep watch with everything, everywhere you go. You're something special, so the devil, yeah, he wants your soul. So that part, as I was sitting, it just really started coming to me after talking to God. And I was like, man, growing up, so many of us are always told, hey, you know, keep your head up, right? Stay focused on what you're supposed to be doing. And that's fine and dandy. Sometimes it can cause a person to be what we call, I don't want to say too strong, but it can create a sense of independency to where 
you feel like you don't have anybody you can rely on you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to so I just kind of started thinking about that um side note very thankful for my support system who has always been there for me my family and my friends um (laughs) I really don't even say friends because my friends are my family so my 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 people my people y'all know who y'all are um so yes keeping my eyes straight um but keep watch for everywhere you go so it's like you stay focused on that path but you still have to be aware of the dangers that are around you on the path and believe it or not a lot of my dangers were not even what we were told in ministry or in church about the world my my um dangers were within church within the church walls and <laughs> so yeah you're something special so the devil yeah he wants your soul ever since I was a little kid I was always told that I had um something unique about me there was always something different people just naturally gravitated towards me and I knew that uh and this is coming from somebody I used to say I am the most non-peopleless person of being a people person Yes, I know. For those of you, do not come for me with peopleist. I know that's not a word, but I'm saying this from the standpoint of being a child, right? Um, I I loved people, yet I loved my alone time, and so I wasn't necessarily a people person. Yet people always gravitated towards me. And being young, I didn't really know what to do with that, and I didn't really understand why. So yeah, that's for another episode, though. Um, okay. So next part, you're a jack of all trades more than a triple threat. So I have many talents and many gifts and many skills. So you I have more than just three main talents that I focus in on or that I have, I should say. Um, so that's what that part is. You may be young, but you're still a vet. So I'm still in my 20s. And even just writing this from the standpoint, it was still a mixture of I'm in my 20s yet a lot of this I felt also being a kid and so I'm like I'm young but people looked at me as being so mature and having so much wisdom so I kind of used to feel like I was sitting in the middle of something like okay so I'm a kid but I'm so wise and mature so where do I really fit in um mind you never really cared about fitting in uh, yet it still brought it its own <laughs> type of eyebrow raising to people. Um, so yeah, still young, but I'm still a vet in terms of walking along in ministry. I'm not new to it. I'm definitely not at the end of anything in terms of destination because as we all know, it's a journey. So there is no final destination to this walk here on earth. It's a journey. Um, so next part. Because you got next, don't doubt what's next. I got next, so why I'm pressed. So basically, um, you know, this this is the time for me to really branch out and do everything that I've been working on since I was about 13. Um, it's been in the works. And so y'all are actually getting ready to see a lot more stuff pop off with it. So that's what that's about. Um, you know, I got next, so I can't doubt what's next. I know what God told me. I know the words that have came. I know how much hard work and discipline that I've put into it. So the, I won't doubt what's next. And I got next, so why I'm pressed. So my pressing part was like, yo, this stuff keeps happening. And 
religious folk are going to tell you that means you're doing something wrong. And that is not always the case. I do not like when we hear that in church because that's not always the case. Sometimes it truly is God just building your muscles in something. It's not that you've done something wrong. And other times, <laughs> it's utilizing the muscles that were already built in one season. These past five years of dealing with messiness within ministry, especially leadership, and I took a stand against it, has caused so much persecution. And I'm like, for no absolute reason. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's always for a reason. Um, but, again, that story about uh, different things within ministry, especially with what happened in New York City when I lived there and then... <laughs> Lakeland, Florida, when I lived there. It's all coming, y'all. I promise. I promise. So then the next part, I guess I'm just attempting to put my feelings in a song. Guess I'm feeling like this season has lasted for so long. So basically during that time sitting on that bed, I said, how am I going to relay and convey what I'm trying to say? Look at that rhyme right there. <laughs> Wasn't even trying. Not playing. How am I going to get out? what's what's inside um to really just put it out on paper I am a writer so I write and so I'm like okay just I'm just putting some some thoughts down as to what I've just went through this season fake friends people staying silent um when they knew what was wrong and so like I'm I'm left standing on my own people saying they there for me at the place that I was at and yet turned out to be fake people or turned out to be scared you know so I felt like the season was very long um especially dealing with <laughs> so much that happened last year like I said I will tell the story and um then from there and honestly some days I don't even know what's going on I know his voice so I can't let my thoughts steer me in the wrong way so there it is true so many times people looked at me right like oh jazz you got this you got that you're so strong you're so talented you're so wise god god talks to you you walk with god okay yes all of those things are true but i'm human so please <laughs> i used to look at people like please stop looking at me that type of way i'm not someone to be put up on a pedestal i don't have life figured out i just know who does <laughs> that 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 is my difference um so there are challenging days and that's why I said honestly some days I really don't even know what's going on you know some days it's just about character building and that doesn't mean you're going to understand the situation or the circumstance or why it has to be you um and I'm like okay I know his voice so whatever thoughts I may have if they do not align with his will I can't let those thoughts steer me in the wrong way and I know I have feelings yet I still can't let those feelings guide me um in terms of like leading me because as we all know our feelings can lead us to places we really shouldn't be <laughs> um so then the next part goes right back into the singing always told to keep my head up gotta stay strong stay focused so we talked about that don't let your feelings stand in the way of your purpose i think this right here is a strong point because that's a lot of times we talk about it in church, but we don't really get down to it in church that so many of us at moments 
have let our feelings stand in the way of our purpose. And so we end up missing out on opportunities. Um, So during this time, I could have easily let my feelings stand in the way of my purpose. But I know part of my purpose is calling out the darkness. So if I had allowed my feelings to stand in the way, oh, so much, (laughs) so much hell would have broke out, even though hell had I broke out because of what was going on. Um, So I was telling myself, you know, yes, it's true. Keep your head up. Stay strong. Stay focused. And don't let your feelings stand in the way of your purpose. Because no matter what, something I've always vowed to myself is never let anything or anyone stand in the way of your purpose. Even if it's you. You know, got to be disciplined enough. And that's where seeking God comes. Like, you have to seek God in order for these life circumstances to not dictate your purpose. Okay? So, um, next line, you've been so strong nobody sees when you're hurting. (laughs) It's not very often that people can notice when a strong person is hurting. And a lot of times, something that I heard so much was, well, people don't know when you're hurting because you have this facade of being strong. (laughs) Nah, homie, it's not a facade. I am strong. The thing is, strong people often feel like people don't care for when they are hurting. Because they're used to being a strong one. It's not always somebody trying to act like they're hard or act like they're tough or like a gangster. (laughs) Sometimes people genuinely aren't asking or reaching out to them. And I'll tell you this from experience. It does get tiring being the person who's always reaching out to someone. And so... You know, you just move on with life. You keep it pushing. But again, that's another topic for another day. So, daddy said, always protect the ones that you love. Mama always said, remember where your strength comes from. I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. Um, My dad always told me to protect the ones that I love. Um, He always saw me as a warrior. And so, you know, even though, quote unquote, daddy's little girl, hey, you're the protector though so always look out for your family um and then that's also a double fold of god um the relationship i have with god is one of a father so mama always said remember where your strength comes from my mom growing up always told us no matter what when even when whether you're in a low moment or whether you're in a high moment when you're in a low moment seek god because he's the one who can bring you out. He's the one that gives you your strength. When you're in a high moment, seek God. <laughs> because you, you wouldn't be there without him. He's the one that gave you the strength to, to endure whatever you just went through to be where you are. So if that, that was definitely a double fold um, in itself. So this ain't no, this. Oh, my bad, y'all. <laughs> And y'all know I don't do like going back to edit stuff. You you get the raw deal. Like whatever it said, whether it's some mess ups, I say a word wrong. <laughs> That's what it's gonna be. All right. Um, I just like authenticity. Um, so yeah. So okay. So we just hit on that. So this this story ain't about how my music is gonna put me on, cause I stay doing this for him. So fame ain't what my mind is on. If you know me, y'all know that's my that is like my tagline for his glory. I don't do any of this for me. So I don't do music to be famous. I don't do music for wealth. Um, I don't do it 
for any of that for money and stuff like that i'm not into stuff like that anyway so i'm not about to do that um this is solely for his glory so when i talk about things that deal with the kingdom that's what it's about all right so um Cause I say doing this for him. So fame ain't what my mind is on. I'm just putting some of my thoughts to a beat. To get things off my chest. So again. It was like. Still putting. Cause I never even really thought I was going to put this out. Cause like I said it's my drafts. So my drafts are like what people would call. What they write inside of their journals. This is something that I do for me. Um. So just putting thoughts to a beat. To get things off my chest. So that's just me putting it out. Because everybody got their own way of dealing with things and how they process. So that's one of my ways of how I process things is I start writing. Whether it's poetry, whether it's just writing, or it's to a beat and it turns into a rap. Um, I don't really open up about what it is that I feel. Because when I do it gets dismissed. But that's cool. I know what's real. At the end of the day, no matter how many times you can go to somebody or you talk about an issue with somebody if it gets dismissed or if someone is not really listening to you you know what's real for your life so if people are not listening to it hey you still do you because some people that they they're just not going to care um i've been in positions where i did um explain what i felt or what i was going through and it completely got dismissed as if um Oh, well, you're strong enough to handle that. That that was a case for a lot of stuff. Oh, you're strong enough to handle it. Oh, you'll be fine. Um, (laughs) It is like, okay, so I just don't talk to you anymore. Um, And it already, I already don't talk to a lot of people when I am facing situations. I do have my close, my close people who I will talk to if something is truly bothering me. And I, I thank God for them every day. Um. Especially my road dog from high school. You know who you are. Gotta love all my sisters and my brothers. Alright, so I was told to keep my head up. Gotta stay, st- gotta stay strong, stay focused. Okay, same thing. Because people, girl, they counting on you. You ain't afraid to do what God tells you. So, that's been told to me a lot. Oh, girl, people counting on you. And I'm like, they shouldn't. <laughs> they should not. Um, Don't get me wrong. We all got souls attached to our destiny. And I understand that. Um, There's people along the way that we are called to help. And there's people we will be accountable for. Um, Ultimately, yes. <laughs> we are all accountable for ourselves. Uh, But those of us who have been called to teaching roles and pastoring roles and apostolic and things like that we're accountable for what we teach people that is one of the greatest responsibilities um so i do understand the aspect of when people have said like oh they're counting on you they're counting on you but when it gets added to they're counting on you because you're not afraid to do what god tells you that is true i'm not afraid to do what god tells me that doesn't mean it always feels good I believe it or not I do not like confrontation I will handle confrontation (laughs) I I have no issue handling it but I do not like it and a lot of times people think that strong people those who can stand on the front line 
they think oh y'all just like confrontation you're confrontational no i'll just handle it if you bring it to my doorstep um and there is a huge difference so um you ain't afraid to do what god tells you so i say next please i've had my days of trying to understand what god's doing which i have like i said before i'm still human there are things i truly do not understand of his plan yet i will still trust him um and even ask sometimes if he loved me, then why am I going through this? So this particular thing that happened from last year was really one of those things like, what in the world is going on? Um, God, I know you love me. And I understand certain things. However, I'm not really understanding why I went through this. Um, dealing with tragedy. At the place I worked at, dealing with the spiritual abuse of minors, dealing with the emotional and medical neglect of minors, having staff members who claim they are friends, but they turn their back on you without no explanation. Some of them just flat out lie on you for no reason and then go and tell other people bad things about you that is just not true. And now they can't face you. Things like that. And then the whole facility just lies. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> So why am I going through this? Like, please tell me. So next I say, I love a good challenge because man doesn't build your character, which is true. When something truly challenges you, I believe it will always challenge you. You challenge your character. And that's the time to put what you've learned to the test and truly just, you know, you'll find out. Is what I'm confessing about the Bible truly what I'm being? Is that truly who I am or am I just faking the, the funk? So it looks good on social media to say oh I love everybody in the world but when somebody comes and says some some crap about you what you gonna do you gonna be like yo let, like let, let's dish this out like we can catch hands uh I mean you can catch these hands you know things like that or are you really gonna turn the other cheek as they say now that's not to be taken the wrong way because I know there's a lot of controversy over that scripture because something that I I say and if you know me you know this just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean that I'm a punk. So when things need to be dealt with, they got to get dealt with. Um, again, that's another topic later down the road. Um, okay, so I love a good challenge because man doesn't build your character. But never thought I have to face people faking in ministry act doors. So yes, <sighs> just so much fakeness that I endured. And I'm, I'm not talking about the ones who do things unintentional because we all mess up and we all make mistakes um, or as we like to call them, lessons learned. Um, we all have hurt people unintentionally as well, as well. I'm talking about those who do it repetitively and have done it on purpose. Acting. You're acting within ministry because you know it's wrong. You can't preach one thing one day. And then so many times we've heard, but then the next day you go out and do this. It's not even the next day. For some, it's as soon as you leave out of that room that you just got done praising God in, you turn and you do a complete 180 outside of that door. Those are the ones I'm talking about. You're acting. You're being fake with the ministry. And then you wonder why the world won't come to church, why they won't see who Jesus is behind the mask, because they're not about to fool with you. And then, and then Christians want to get mad. Y'all, we got to do better. Okay, so then I say my last job fake the funk and play with the minds of minors. Y'all going to get that full story soon. Don't worry. Um, But yes, 
so I'll be talking about on that. And that's the thing with Christians. Some manipulate so that you'll stay silent. So they tried to make me stay silent, but that's not going to work. They did tell certain staff they could not talk to me. <laughs> this even happened in New York, y'all, at the, the house of prayer I went to. Um, couldn't talk to me to protect the culture of their facility and even at that the house of prayer to protect the culture of their house of prayer but if your culture is not lining up with the kingdom and now you have placed culture as an idol over that kingdom over the kingdom of god <laughs> then please tell me who, who's in the wrong and now y'all are upset because my light irritated y'all's dark but you know we'll get to that later <laughs> um because some Christians will try to manipulate you. Some leaders will try to manipulate people to stay silent instead of speaking up. And that's exactly what happened last year. And that's what happened in 2018 with the House of Prayer. Excuse me. And so next I say, never thought I'd have to deal with racism the way I did. And authority got people thinking I made it all up in my head. So yeah, there was um, some racial discrimination going on with not just me, but the students as well. And when it came up, the um, the employers and bosses uh, wanted to say that it was made up. I was the only African-American staff um, employed last year with this facility and they didn't like it. And they treated the minority students a little bit differently. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. We, we won't get into that just yet. But, you know, being Christians, right, we shouldn't even have that issue. A lot of the, the racism that is facing the world comes from the Christians. And how that makes sense, y'all? How that makes sense if we say Jesus loves everybody, but within the four walls of the church, we can't even do that. So that happened. Um, so, yeah, dealing with the racism authority saying that I made it all up but <laughs> I can't make up other people's experiences <laughs> and yet they've had experiences I've had my own experience um and we all know <laughs> you can't tell an African-American that you're too cultured for a place we know what you mean we know what you're saying and there, there's so many more stories to that uh, So I say, but that's far from the truth. So here's what we're going to do. Freedom of speech and standing up for justice going to have you spooked. So this place was definitely has been on the spook about not knowing what I was going to do on my end. Because they know that what they did to me was wrong. And they know what they did at that facility was wrong. Um, but again, I'll tell more of that story later. All my life I've been told he would use me to stand for what is right. So, yes, that's part of my calling and my purpose. I do stand up for what's right, especially when it deals with other people, especially when it deals with minors. Y'all know kids, children, youth, young adults are my passion. So if I see something not going right, I'm going to stand up for what's right. Um, I know that's why I get attacked and many don't understand my fight. A lot of people don't understand what I go through, but it's not meant for them to understand sometimes. So I keep doing it. So next I say, but I got to keep going. Got to keep pushing. Got to move forward. Faith walking ain't always easy and people change up, on, change up on you. So again, had people who claim they were there, they changed up because of either what they heard or because they were manipulated into being silent 
or because they just wanted to avoid the situation altogether but yet called themselves uh family and friends uh <laughs> which was not the case for them um and that's the thing you know we gotta do better we gotta do better as christians as a body of believers this is why people say christians are not dependable because <laughs> some some christians you just change up when it gets hard you walk away when it gets hard and all of us who who would be saying like oh i would walk with jesus some can't even deal with what goes on in the world now so if it was way worse with certain things back then you were not going to be able to walk with jesus look look how some act right now like y'all let's be very real with ourselves okay all right so yeah faith walking ain't always easy because you know living this life of faith is not always easy um people change up on you then question why you don't let people in but you did then and honestly they messed up the definition of friend so those who know me again y'all know i'm very particular about who i call my friend and <laughs> very particular about who i let in my life um so then you turn around like people will sit there and be like oh you don't let people in but what i'm saying is sometimes when you do those people will turn around and like bail on you and lie on you and stuff like that so like yeah well y'all messed up the definition of friend and now y'all mad but that's on you and so i say but i'm gonna love you no matter what because of who i am so it's not about who you are in this case because of who i am i will still love you that doesn't mean you're gonna be in my life but i'll still love you (laughs) um and though my feelings may be tried i guarantee his voice is still who i listen to so yeah my feelings may get tried um, especially during that time, my feelings were very tried. Um, but I was still saying, like, you know, I know it's God who I listen to, though. And nobody can ever take that from me, no matter how much they try to say. And, yeah, so his voice is still who I listen to. And that'll never change. Um, after all, what's the quiet storm without the rain? So the the name that I have been given <laughs> even being a kid was the quiet storm because when I opened my mouth like I was a very quiet kid now if you got me talking about a certain subject I I could talk um but most people saw me as somebody who was very quiet I I do not use like words just to speak idly if I'm talking about something that I'm being very serious about it and so I got deemed the quiet storm because whenever I open my mouth you never know what's going to come out you never know. And then people would be like, man, I really felt the effects of it. I felt convicted or I felt very loved or I felt very cared for. Um, but either way, no matter what they felt, they always felt a lasting effect. And so while I'm saying the quietest, what's out, after all, what's the quietest storm without the rain? Is because for me, it's like, how can I expect to go out and be a light for people if I never experienced what I did to really show the example um again I don't consider what I've been through church hurt <laughs> because it wasn't like something that hurt me it was just more like now why do why are we acting like this within the body of Christ this makes no sense but I talk a lot to people who have been through church hurt and I can relate to what they're saying um, but I've related ever since I was a kid because I saw so much happen within ministry, within leadership. Um, so, yeah, you know, the storm is not going to come without some rain. So sometimes life is going to rain some stuff down on you. <laughs> so I'll get more into the, the meaning behind that, though. So then next, 
little girl who made a vow that I stay prayed up. So I've always told myself, no matter what you face, make sure you pray. No matter how hard it gets, make sure you pray. No matter when it feels easy, make sure you pray. So stay prayed up no matter what. Knew that I was strong and always focused. So I've always known that I was strong and I know I've always been focused on what was ahead of me. Um, Embrace my feelings so I could walk in my purpose. So it's important to not let your feelings stand in the way. Yet in order to truly walk in your purpose, you have to embrace your feelings so then you can acknowledge what needs to be there and what does not need to be there. Otherwise, you just a fireball waiting to explode. So embrace my feelings so I can walk in my purpose. I know I'm strong even when I'm hurting. So something that I used to look at a lot is you always got like the either or. You either strong or you weak. And it's like, no, you can be strong while you're still hurting. Because uh, it takes a strong person to acknowledge the hurt and to deal with the hurt and to move on from the hurt. Um, so you're strong while you hurt. <laughs> um, I think a lot of times, especially in the black community, it's always like an either or, you know, oh, tears as a sign of weakness when it's really not. Um, and like looking courageous or being brave has to look a certain way. Everybody's life is different. So it has to look the way that it's supposed to for your life. For me, standing up for justice, standing up for people, that's part of my strength. That's part of what being strong is for me in my life. You know, giving a voice to those who are not comfortable with speaking up just yet and need their story heard. So many different things. I won't get into that right now, though. Uh, Yeah, so I know I'm strong even when I'm hurting. Very last part. I had a word prophesied to me when I was only 14 saying you'll be kicked you'll be done wrong in ministry because you won't be afraid to speak so yeah I was 14 at the time and I had a prophet come knew nothing about me and saw me and (laughs) basically was like yeah so you're gonna be done wrong in ministry okay you're gonna be done wrong so you'll be done wrong in ministry because you won't be afraid to speak and she looked at me so it was like so gentle yet so stern and when she was saying you'll be done wrong in ministry because you aren't you aren't afraid to speak she looked at me and she said so don't (laughs) so no not don't she said so make sure you speak um and then she said you know because you know it's real you know the deal you will stand up for God in spite of how you feel. And sometimes we get like that when we're like, huh, I really don't feel like doing this right here. But sometimes in spite of how you feel, you still have to do what God has told you. You know, um, that's the whole thing with Christianity where we talk about sacrifice versus obedience. And that's why the the term was coined of sacrificial obedience, which we'll talk about later. But You know, you'll stand up for God in spite of how you feel. And your love is real to see those who've been hurt healed. And it is. I've always had a a heart for people, even though people would look at my face and be like, oh, you seem mean or like, you know, a little standoffish. And really, I wasn't. Um, You got to take the time and get to know people and stop judging from the outside. Um, You know. I've always had a heart to see those 
who have been hurt, no matter in what aspect, whether in the church or out of the church, to really be healed and get help, whatever that looks like for them. Um, I've always been somebody who's always there for people. And so especially seeing what I did within ministry, I wanted to see people healed from what they went through. And yeah, so the very last part, you'll be defamed for his name, but watch him grow your name. My name has definitely been defamed in terms of character defamation, character assassination, or let me say they tried (laughs) because they can't break me. Um, My name has been slandered. My character has been slandered. Mind you, guys, church folk, people, oh, I love God. I praise him. I praise him. The, The people that I talk about in my songs where I'm saying you cannot say you worship God, but treat people like trash. It doesn't work like that. So the same people saying things like that. I spoke up about what was not biblically correct in terms of the godliness they they say they portrayed. And yet that's that's not the case. (laughs) It was not that. And now you're falsely leading people to things that are not of God. So you're giving off, you know, you're giving God a bad name here. Um, And that's why a lot of people don't deal with God. So, again, I'll be sharing more of my story, but that is the breakdown of the feelings draft. So, stay tuned for episode three. I will be uploading a new draft. Well, it's not new, but it's new for the podcast. And yeah, be sure to like, subscribe, and y'all share this. If you know anyone who deals with what they believe or what has been, um, cause it's definitely not to negate what anybody has been through. If they've been through church hurt, if they dealt with spiritual abuse, if they don't dealt with speaking up and being the person who talks about the, <laughs> the darkness that goes on with the ministry, especially within leadership, y'all send them this way because mess around and they be on this podcast with me talking about what they've been through and if you know people who have stories and they want to share what they've been through send them this way and we will get them on this podcast because it's very important to create a safe space where people aren't going to feel like they're going to be shunned by christians mind you like i've said plenty of times before i'm a christian myself um i'm a believer i believe in god i live my life to god living my life for god so this is not something that it's like i'm a christian who went through something with church and now no longer believe no still strongly devoted to him (laughs) so this is a safe space for anybody whether you are a christian whether you're not to come and speak about your experiences so we can help everybody here heal so thank you for tuning in and i will see you next time bye